With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere a sunday sunday edition of the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio because hey the overnight show during the week not enough bonus bonus coverage i think this is the eighth day of the week actually for the show on sunday and the last nfl regular season sunday danny now uh, most people seem to listen to this in the morning but I mean, there are people that go back and listen later, but this is it. This is the the playoff start next week, and you you have a playoffs. rated playoff game today. Yeah, tonight uh, the Raiders and the and the Chargers. So that's right. Flex to the Sunday night football game on NBC. Cannot wait for the Raiders and Chargers, man. I got screwed a couple uh, years ago. I I was in Seattle. And the Seahawk 49er game that that year was it was week I think it was week 17 and it got flexed to the Sunday night game. And it was like I I couldn't get in. I went all I went to Seattle and hung out outside the stadium. (laughs) I was banned uh, from going to the stadium. Have you been to a Raider game in Vegas yet? I have not been yet. I was tempted to trade shifts with somebody at the network. Yeah. And try to get out there for tonight's game. I think that this is going to be the first game in Vegas where the home field advantage really makes a difference. Well, the tickets are insane though. I, I was talking to Eddie about this during the week and Eddie was, you know, his wife's a big charger fan and they were thinking about going and they said, even on the second, you know, the, the, the cheapest ticket they could get. Yeah. He said it was like 600 bucks or something like that. I think it might even be more than that, but it was ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny because when you look at the um, schedule, to the right down the side of all the games, it says tickets as low as, and you're supposed to click on if you want tickets and teams said like $20, (laughs) one team where it said $48. Then you get to Las Vegas and it said $408 as low as $408. 
Yeah, we probably talked about this in the past on the terrestrial radio show. What is the most you would spend on an NFL ticket? Yeah, we've talked about this recently Uh, on the air. Um, You're right at Fox Sports Radio Network. This has come up a couple of times. And I think that I said 600 for me, like $600, because I could see paying 1200 for a pair of a really, really crucial, important playoff game. Yeah, Maybe if that gets you into a Super Bowl. I cannot see paying more than your rent or mortgage, though, on tickets. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I mean, Roberto, I remember, bought a ticket to the 2017 World Series, the Dodgers game. I think it was game two. And I, I believe he's still paying it off right now. Uh, and and uh, that was, of course, the cheating Astros. He used Klarna where they let him pay monthly. Oh, my God. Oh, what a, <laughs> a nightmare. Anyway, let's get to the mailbag. What do you say? Here we go right now. Let's do it. Ben's mailbag. Big tip of the microphone to our buddy, Ohio Al, who made that song in a a brilliant rendition because we're still playing it and we'll probably play it for a long time to come. But thanks to Ohio Al. So these are actual letters sent in via email or posted on the show Facebook page, which is Ben Maller show. That's the, the Facebook. And every Tuesday I post on the Facebook page, usually in the morning, uh, but by by the afternoon, normally I post, I say, hey, help us out. We need some questions. And uh, we have a, a very good, loyal group of big fans. I'd love in 2022 to get some new people involved and to mix it up and get some new voices. There's no pressure. You maybe only want to ask a question one time. Um, and that's fine. But, uh, you know, it's great. I, I, really, I really appreciate the people that take time out to shake things up and send questions in. So the first one, uh, and you can also email the questions, by the way, realfifthhour at gmail.com. Uh, first one's from Jennifer in Richmond, Virginia. She says, uh, great to have you back. Sorry to hear you weren't feeling well. My question this week is, did you know the most recent episode? of Curb Your Enthusiasm was the season finale. Uh, She says, I had no idea until days after. I don't have cable. I use a, quote, secret, unquote, streaming service. Uh, So uh, I had no clue. Uh, I thought there would be at least two more episodes. Uh, Yeah, I I was aware. Um, My brother-in-law works on Curb Your Enthusiasm as uh, one of the crew guys. And so he, he told stories. Yeah, I actually watched, uh, and hopefully you can get this, Jennifer. You know, Bob Einstein, better known as Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. You're around my age, Dan. You remember Super Dave back of course. in the day, right? The guy was a legend. Yeah. I love that. Well, he passed away uh, a while back, and they made this really cool documentary on HBO. And if, if you're around our age and you remember Super Dave, it was awesome. You know, I was flashing back. I, I loved him on the Letterman show and all, all the dumb, stupid, uh, you know, he's doing a, a, a parody of evil Knievel. Right. So, uh, you know, super Dave. And uh, they, they did a really nice retrospective on his life in, in Hollywood. 
Bob Einstein. And uh, that's his legal name, Bob Einstein, but better known as Super Dave Osborne. And uh, that was pretty cool. And Jennifer also says, did you get the squirrel video uh, that I sent? I, I did. Now, Jennifer's in Richmond. And Danny, she has trained these squirrels in her backyard. She feeds them peanuts. And uh, she, it was really it was really funny. I mean, the, the, this one squirrel was trying to hoard uh, all the all the peanuts. It was uh, I think Lenny was the name of the squirrel. She named the, the squirrel Lenny. And it was uh, it was really good. Have you ever fed squirrels? Chipmunks roasting on an open fire. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, I no. From the time I was a little kid, I remember family members always saying, those things have rabies. Don't get near it. Oh, I know. Of course, they all yeah. say that. But I, I actually in Central California, uh, near the Hearst Castle, which I oh, love that area. Yeah. Uh, the, the I've told this story before, but we were me and my wife will go there quite a bit. You would try to go once a year. San Simeon. Yeah, San Simeon, where they you can yeah. feed the uh, the seals. Yes. I mean, I can't feed them, but you can watch them fart and uh, lose their skin. <laughs> and uh, the, the lion, is it lion seals? Is that where they are? Anyway, whatever they are, it's, it's, uh, it's right across from the Hearst Castle. And the, the beach there is pretty cool, by the way. Have you been to that beach right across from the Hearst Castle? I have, yeah. They have a pier. It's always foggy. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, that area is nice. If you ever get to California... Go to San Simeon. Oro Bay is not bad. Oro Bay. They have the rock. They have the yep. big giant rock there. Beautiful. I love that area. It's unsullied because uh, William Howard Hurst or William Randolph Howard Hurst, right? He, uh, he, when he died, he, his family just left all the, the land. So all of God. central California. Yeah, you imagine if somebody else owned that, there'd be big cities there. Oh, and sure, yeah. Somebody from Oregon told me that that reminded them their beaches, like you said, it's not developed. Yeah, no, it, it's beautiful. It is uh, wonderful. All right, what's next here? Let's see. You've got mail. All right, Kevin in Kansas says, Dear Ben and Danny G, thanks for soldiering through, Ben. With the voice issues. Well, you're you're welcome, Kevin. Uh, he says you were missed, blah, 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 during the end of the year. Uh, were you able to be a normal person on your sleep schedule for a while? Uh, if so, how do you adjust back to your regular daytime uh, sleep schedule? Well, it was pretty easy, Kevin, because I couldn't go anywhere. As we talked about in the Saturday podcast, when you have uh, COVID, you are an ogre. Uh, you have cooties. You are not allowed to be seen in a polite society. And um, so I, we just stayed home. And it was very boring. And just stayed in bed and watched TV. And I watched YouTube videos and, and whatever, played video games. And uh, pretty much just tried to pass the time. Um, so, but we did, I did change my schedule a little bit. Uh, I went to bed probably six, five or six hours earlier than I normally do, which is still late at night. Uh, but I can't completely turn my schedule all the way around. I can't do it because I'm just a night person. I'm just wired that way. But, you, you know, I don't know. Did, Danny, did you, you were working radio, so you couldn't really change your schedule at all, huh? Through Christmas and New Year's Eve, I was working some shifts at the network. So I had to be on a, a tight schedule, 
But then once New Year's Eve happened and yeah. I stayed up, I got home like at 11.30 p.m. So I made it by a half hour to have a toast with my Tinderoni. But we stayed up. Like for us, we laugh. We're like partying hard if we stay up till 11 p.m. We actually <laughs> stayed up till 2.30 a.m. Wow. My schedule's been thrown off ever since then. I've been staying up way too late at night lately. So I'm going to have to flip it back around before school starts Monday. Uh, so you have a few yeah. a few more hours. Tomorrow, I should say. Yeah, that's right. A few more hours and then it's uh, back to it. Uh, all right. Uh, who is next here? Let's see. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. That's right. Uh, Pierre from Springfield, Massachusetts, home of the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame where you can see Muffin McGraw in Trine. Uh And Pierre says, Ben, any truth to the rumor that iHeart is in negotiations to add Antonio Brown <laughs> to the fifth-hour mix, mimic two pros and a cup of Joe? Of course, A.B. doesn't have your athletic resume, uh, but he'd just be the third man in anyway. Uh, does Danny G know that Benny the Bopper once hit a ball that if using an aluminum bat would have cleared the fence oh, at Dodgers. Well, that is true, by the way, Danny, that oh, is verified. Yeah. Derek Hall, who uh-huh. is the CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, but he was working for the Dodgers at the time. He's a buddy of mine. Yeah. He was on this podcast, confirmed, <laughs> confirmed Benny, the bopper home run with, if I used a, a metal bat, I used a Corey Snyder wooden bat, bad job by me. Man, somebody served you up a real meatball that day. Oh, well, I was I've very large, you. Dan. I was very large and in charge. And, <laughs> I've heard uh, this story. Yeah, yeah, you were very much uh, Bob Horner. Uh, yeah. No, I, 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 I just got my weight behind it. And my eyeballs turned into saucers. You Great know? cash, homie. I was like, I cashed in on that one, man. That is like, oh, my God. You looked like Dave Parker up there. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> How pathetic is it? That's my athletic uh, highlight right there at uh, almost hitting a ball out of Dodger stadium is the uh, athletic highlight. Uh, and by the way, I heard that story once every six months while I was working with Ben. Well, cause in the anniversary of the story, we have to tell the story. Yeah, and then people ask me about it. It's a fun story. People love to hear about that. So how'd, anyway, how'd you do in the outfield? Eh, you know, well, no, I played, I actually played first base. Which was for, okay. That figures. It was a mistake because a lot of these guys hit ground balls and then I had to go cover first. Uh, I even played second base at Dodger stadium a little bit in the media oh game. Boy. What a bad uh, move by the manager. Yeah. I um, imagine uh, a, an infielder with no lateral range to the right or the left <laughs> as your second baseman. Uh, oh, Anyway, they, the guy, the manager was like, uh, he was like, well, no, they don't hit it to second base. They either pull it and they, they, they end up hitting it down because most of the guys are right-handed. So they try to pull the ball, hit it to the left side when they're, when they're you know, shortstop, third base, whatever. That had to have felt great, though, hitting a bomb there in that game. Oh, it was awesome. Oh, man, it was great. I was a lot younger then, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I also got injured in a media game a couple years later. Shocker. I ended up on the Channel 11 News in Los Angeles. <laughs> Were you Laid out. By a bitch? Uh, no, I was actually, you'll get a kick at us. I was running uh, to first base and I hit the bag wrong and it was like my knee exploded. Oh, man. 
And uh, I remember looking up and you'll remember this woman. She was the sideline reporter for Monday night football. Lisa Guerrero. Yes. Lisa Guerrero was playing in the game and she, uh, she looked at me like, are you okay? (laughs) I thought I was dead or something like that. It was, uh, it was very bizarre, very bizarre. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer, Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Uh, what is next here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Kevin. I got mail. Yay. I got mail. That's right. Yay. Right, calm down. Uh, Kevin from Rockford writes and he says, so I wasn't able to hike Maller Mountain yet. I remember this is the guy that told us he was going to climb up and put the Maller sign. Yeah, the flag. Yeah, he said his son tested positive for COVID the weekend he was supposed to go. So he changed his plans to over New Year's, Kevin said. But then the Rockies were hit uh, with a big winter storm. He says he will eventually get there to plant the flag. Well, Kevin, make sure, as I told you before, take lots of photos. And I will promote that on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, That'll be awesome. He says, living in California, have you or Danny G 
been to the Mount Whitney area. Uh, Mount Whitney is the tallest mountain in the lower 48, only 14 feet shorter than Mount Elbert, the tallest in Colorado, uh, which I which I have hiked. Uh, once I'm done with my hiking in Colorado, Kevin in Rockford says uh, he would like to live or at least get out to California and conquer Mount Whitney. He says he's hiked Mount Jacinto in the Palm Springs area a few times. He says he cheated. He took the tram. <laughs> I do the same thing, but he took the tram down. Uh, I, would, I would do the same thing. Uh, says California's beautiful. I'd live there if it wasn't for the high cost of living and weird people. Well, uh, I agree with you on that. But uh, no, have you ever been to Mount Whitney? You ever climbed Mount Whitney? You ever seen Mount Whitney? Where is Mount Whitney? Where is it? I don't know exactly where since I've never been there, but maybe close to that level. As a kid, I must have been 18 at the time. I yeah. did the half dome hike at Yosemite. Oh, really? Yeah. And round trip, I think it's like 16 miles, but okay. going up, oh my God, that killed me. And I was, I was young at the time. I couldn't even do half that hike now. I would die. Yeah. Whatever are, yeah. If you're ever planning a Yosemite trip and you are a hiker, definitely um, do the half dome hike. That's awesome. Uh, according to the internet, and Kevin's probably like rolling his eyes right now. I told you should have. <laughs> uh, Mount Whitney is the highest mountain in the continuous United States, as he said, yeah. in the Sierra Nevada. It's actually kind of near Fresno. Uh, according to this, Badwater, America's lowest point, Badwater Basin in Death Valley National Park. It's in uh, Tulare. Oh, Tulare. Tulare. There you go. That's a good looking mountain. I'd die on that, though. I wouldn't make it up that. You kidding me? Yeah. All right. Uh, what is next? You've got mail. All right. Uh, Skip the Zip in Akron, Ohio, uh, writes, and Skip's been with the show a long time, Danny. He was the original Roastmaster General. Uh, before we did the, the weekly radio roast, uh, we, we used to have a few celebrity radio roasts, like with Tim Tebow and... Uh, I think that was the first one I remember a lot, but we've done some other random ones over the years. Anyway, Skip writes in, uh, he went on a rant about Baker Mayfield and being in Ohio. He says uh, certain haters are already running out of their 55 gallon drums of KY jelly, uh, thinking about how Baker Mayfield won't be under center for the Browns and uh, you know, anymore, this is the final game, whatever, after this year, uh, the focus of my ire skip to zip says is on Kevin Stefanski says, I've tried to give him the benefit of the doubt because I truly like him as a human, but his blatant misuse of the offensive weapons he was blessed with uh, that to, to have an abhorrent way. He failed to protect Baker Mayfield. Achieved critical mass uh, recently. Baker looked like absolute crap due to his numerous injuries and harness and his uh, you know inabilitating his uh, his ability to move around. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and so he's he's ripping Stefanski. He says all that said, primarily because I feel I can talk to you. Well, thank you, Skip. I appreciate it. Uh, he says Ben. I must now end my long-winded diatribe with this question. Would you fire Kevin Stefanski 
at the end of the season? And if so, who the hell would you choose to replace him? To me, Kevin Stefanski's I, – I, I don't watch the Browns as closely as you do. I know Baker went on a rant. We talked about it on the radio show uh, this week where he was – you know, ripping uh, the play calling. He didn't put his name on it, but he told the writer in Cleveland and, and all that. But the problem is I think Mayfield's done. So then you're going to have to start over with a coach again. I don't know. I don't know about that. I thought Stefanski's offense was fine. He, he, he clearly didn't trust Baker Mayfield. That's why they ran the ball, right? If he trusted the quarterback, wouldn't he have thrown the ball more? I hate to say it, but Baker Mayfield reminds me of a young Carson Wentz. Yeah. Just not, just not inaccurate. Really. And it's weird, though, because it seemed like he was more accurate passing the football last season. And maybe you can attribute that to injuries, or maybe that's an excuse. I don't, I don't know. But, I mean, to blame Stefanski doesn't make a lot of sense because didn't he have a successful, semi-successful season last year? Yeah, yeah. Well, they well, they made the playoffs. They won a playoff game, but that was yeah. a gift from the Steelers, though, right? I mean, that was the steel Ben Roethlisberger. Remember, he threw all those interceptions yep. in the game and set Cleveland up. And boy, what a mess! The, the the year ago, the Browns were like the team on the come in the end. Remember all the people betting oh, on the yeah. Browns? Uh, they were the hey, hot team. Preseason, I remember uh, on two pros and a cup of Joe. I remember half of those guys picking uh, the Browns to win that division, thinking to myself, wow, this is the team that you're right, that a lot of people thought were going to make another leap forward this year. And they looked pretty decent at the start of this season, but they fell apart fast. Yeah, it was like right around the the game they played the Chargers out here. Yeah. And, And their defense completely imploded. I was at that game and it was like ridiculous. It was like nobody played any defense the entire day. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, anyway, all right, what is next here? Let's see. All right, calm down. Uh, Lord Gufa from Hooversville, USA, says, For you, Ben and Danny G, what is the best, worst practical joke that you played on someone or that was played on you? <laughs> uh, well, we, we've kind of been asked this before, Lord Gufa. Uh, the, the one that I used to do before the Internet became big, uh, around the, the baseball trade deadline, I would – take an old AP story that had, you know, somebody being traded and I would put the most, I'd, I'd, I'd repackage it and I'd put the most outrageous trade of the day into uh, an email and make it look like an AP wire story. <laughs> and then I would send it to my buddies in the, uh, in the radio business, you know, back in you know, email, we didn't, you know, social media wasn't a thing and, and they would fall for it. Uh, or I'd send a text that I just got. I was like, I'm, I'm at the radio station there. Just massive trade down on the wire, you know, and I throw out, you know, ridiculous names and they'd fall for it. Now you can't do that anymore. Right. <laughs> Did I ever tell you how, when I was hosting a popular morning show in Southern California, I did a bit for April fools, but I started it a couple of days before April 1st, just to warm the audience up so that, they wouldn't know it was a trick on just that one day. Yeah. So what I did is a rumor started on the morning show that I hooked up with my ex and she got pregnant. Even the staff in my building thought it was real. I kept it going. It turned out to be this whole big thing on the air. People were calling me off the air, Ben, giving me warm embraces giving me advice on how to deal with the situation, confiding in me, telling me, you know what? I had something similar happen. It was an unplanned pregnancy. I mean, opening up and pouring their guts out to me, I felt so bad because <laughs> I knew when I said April fools that a lot of people were going to be pissed. Wow. I got in way over my head. Oh, by the way, before I said April fools, the general manager of my radio station at the time came in and asked me to come to the hallway and gave me a hug. Wow. So I, wow. I fooled the general manager of the radio station. I was, I thought for sure <laughs> I was either going to get fired or suspended. I know. Did he, after the, after the, the bit was revealed, he's like, wait a minute here. 
well, it was a she, and she oh, had she, come over. Right. Yeah, great general manager. But I felt so bad when I said April Fools on the air. It wasn't the payoff that I was hoping for. Because I, I, I didn't realize it was going to tug at people uh, in their heartstrings the way it did, and the way people thought they were going to like come to my aid and help me through the situation. I just thought it was going to be funny that I tricked everybody. But instead, I learned a valuable lesson. I'm learning. When it comes to personal things like that, don't go there with the jokes because so many people were calling me and talking to me off the air trying to console me. They were pissed, obviously, when they found out it was all a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would, of course. I mean, because you're not supposed to joke about personal stuff, Danny. That's like the rule, right? Uh, it was going to be my first kid. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that is unbelievable. That is a, Oops. I was going to read some more emails, but that's a great way to end this. I don't know that we can top that story. So uh, thanks to Brandon from Howell. He's a big fan. Uh, we didn't have time to get to your question. Tom from Fullerton, uh, Jimmy from Fayetteville, Tennessee, and uh, all you other guys. Uh, but we, we did have your emails, but we didn't have time to get to them. But, uh, Danny, thank you. Tremendous weekend. I can't yeah. believe the voice held up. Uh, we recorded this after doing a night. Uh, I did a night of radio and I, I was convinced I would not be able to do the podcast, but thanks to you helping me out here, saving me, carrying me, uh, we made it through the entire weekend and hopefully I'll be sounding much better tonight. Good job by you. This is your Michael Jordan COVID game. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I proved, and just for the record, I missed one show with COVID, but really didn't even really need to miss the one show uh, to be, I, I could have worked, uh, but, but anyway, and I feel fine, uh, but have a great last NFL Sunday and uh, thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week and we'll probably get back into the interviews on Friday and that kind of normal uh, rigmarole, but to have a tremendous uh, rest of your weekend, catch me on the radio tonight and uh, find us on Twitter and all that good stuff. And we will catch you next time. Thank you. Go Raiders. Win and you're in, baby. How dare you. <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.